Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Reagan Genschewski, bringing you all things Hillsdale Charger Sports. Today we have a very special guest, as we always do. Uh, redshirt sophomore, Kyle Kudla. Right? Redshirt sophomore, or you consider redshirt freshman? Oh, yeah. Redshirt sophomore. Okay. Yeah. Because of all the COVID rules and everything. Yeah. Linebacker on the football team. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us here on Charger Rundown. Thank you for having me. Um, first of all, we want to walk a little bit through about your journey with football. Um, when did you kind of know that football was something that you wanted to do? Oh, wow. Um, definitely from a young age. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a cousin who was uh, extremely talented. He ended up going on to play at Ohio State and had a small stint with the Steelers. So whenever we were growing up, it was like, oh, I want to be like Mike. You know, I want to be like Cousin Mike. And it was always something I like strived to be you know because he was like that role model and he, he taught me everything i knew so, so. you're you're obviously from ohio correct so yep. Yep. for you uh was watching the browns every sunday something that you guys religiously did painfully painfully okay mm-hmm. and then obviously you guys were ohio state uh, buckeyes fans but of course. what's it about ohio and just the football mania uh, i mean i'll tell you right now it's, it's the, some of the best football in the entire country you know from uh, across all levels now the browns thankfully but um Ohio is just, it's a really, it's a really curious place to grow up because you just got random little cities with a bunch of nothing around them. And then, uh, then you have these like pop-up high schools. They're just really talented, um, football programs and it breeds a lot of, uh, a lot of great players. So walk me through where you kind of decided that linebacker was like your position. So I was actually a quarterback all the way up until, yeah, the hefty lefty. Let's go. Until uh, my, my freshman year of high school. And I played a little bit of linebacker, but more of a stand-up DN kind of a deal. And uh, they told me, you, you're not good enough. Like, you, you can't play quarterback. You're left-handed and you're too short. Like, this just isn't going to work anymore. And then, uh, I don't know, I kind of took that with a little little bit of a grudge. And they put me at linebacker. Uh, one of my coaches just put me there one day. And it just kind of went from there. Yeah. Kyle, how did you find Hillsdale? So uh, as, as the college recruiting process began um, in the kind of the beginning of my junior year of high school, Hillsdale was actually one of the first uh, schools to reach out to me through, uh, through like an email, kind of like, hey, you know, come on, come on to a game. And uh, those were always so much fun because like no matter what level it was or anything, like I love taking road trips with my dad every Saturday to go watch free football and then go through mm-hmm. they where everyone kind of schmoozes you a little bit and uh, they, they kind of hype you up, you know, that entire recruiting process. It can be really strenuous for a lot of kids, but if you have find, find ways to have fun with it, like going to watch football with your dad every Saturday, it just makes it so much better. Yeah. And I want to congratulate you. You're having a great season. Last year you Thank got you. in nine games. You had 20 tackles. You've played three games this year, 23 tackles. You're already doing way better than last year. You've kind of stepped into a starting role Tell me a little bit about that. What's it been like? Oh, it's been a dream come true. I mean, this is something, you know, you've talked about with your family and your friends since you were seven years old. You know, I'm going to play college football one day. And then uh, and then you finally get there, and it's like, all right, you know, these guys are a lot bigger, stronger, older, t- more talented than I am. So you have to wait your turn a little bit, and then you outwork them uh, to try to get to where you want to be, right? And uh, going from there, I mean, I, I just – you just got to love the game of football. There's nothing I'd rather do on a Saturday than go, you know, kind of lay some wood on people. 
talking to Kyle Kudla, linebacker for the Hillsdale College Chargers here on Charger Rundown. Uh, Kyle, the ability that you have to play linebackers obviously is obviously something special. Uh, but what, talk about it. What it's what it's like to do it uh, in the Hillsdale College Charger football program. What is it about this program that you enjoy and that you love, and why you like to wear that Charger blue? Well, first, first and foremost, of all the schools I was able to fortunately visit and be recruited by, Hillsdale's locker room was unlike anything else I've ever seen. Um, you know, people always preach, "Oh, we're a family, we're a brotherhood." You don't really under, people don't really understand that are not around our culture to how true that really is here. Like I've met my lifelong best friends from day one just coming to Hillsdale. It's uh it's been an incredible experience. Um you also had some teammates from high school who came with yeah. you here. Talk about that. Uh so so back home in our in our conference um safety Nick Crum and wide receiver Ben Gendix, they were our rivals. So we were bred and grown up to not like these guys at all. And um, unfortunately enough, Max Torbert, uh, number 98, our defensive end, me and him are, were high school teammates as well. So me and him have been playing football together since we were like six years old, since I, uh, when I moved to, to Avon. Yeah, and um, to, make, to make a crazy story even crazier, he, uh, back home, we are next door neighbors. Wow. So it's, that's unheard of. Like, you don't find two guys who are offered to play at the same school that went to high school together, played football together since they were six, and they go to the same college and play football together. That's just it's pretty mind-blowing to me. I mean, it's so cool because there's pictures of me and Max from when we were kids. Like, our dads were our flag football coaches. and <laughs> I think that was the last time I was bigger than Max, too. We were probably about <laughs> six flag, years old. Flag, flag football. Yeah. Did you guys go through the recruiting process together? Like, how was that, you know, talking about it? Hey, are you going to commit to Hillsdale? Um. So his his was a little uh, his my I committed a lot quicker than than Max did. Max mm-hmm. was exploring a lot more offers from very competitive schools as well, and he uh, he definitely wanted to come to Hillsdale just because of like I mean also our because parents you were going Hillsdale. to Hillsdale. Eh, <laughs> well yeah maybe maybe a little bit, but um, I remember uh, towards the end of his recruiting process. So I was actually a couple months committed already. And then Max got the call in the middle of a, a um, I think it was a high school English class. And I believe uh, it was between him and one other person, Kiana, for that, for that offer. And Max gets up out of the classroom, runs outside, goes, I'm sorry, I got to take this, I got to take this. And then uh, they, he received his offer right there. I'm pretty sure he committed on the spot. That was, that was really cool. And you talked a little bit about those high school rivalries, how there's a little bit of, you know, trash talk. This is something I ask oh, um, every uh, episode. A few games back, you kind of got into it with a little bit of, with a guy I heard. Um, was it Tiffin? Maybe you were kind of arguing with him. And you, Martin, I do want to ask you this. I saw you pushing some guy this weekend Whoa. as well. Whoa. So I do want to hey, hey, know we what's were very been going classy, okay? Right, right, right. Oh, you're classy for sure. <laughs> I mean, but uh, tell me a little bit about the trash talking that does go on when you guys are playing football. So the one line I like to use <laughs> is that I never started it. I just finish it, right? Because then you can't get yelled at. <laughs> but what do you do? You say anything to these guys? Oh, of course, of course. You got you got to defend yourself a little bit. Now, I mean. You gotta be really careful what you say, but you gotta defend yourself. And do you remember that altercation that I'm talking about, where you're coming off the field? 
I'm not going to lie to you, probably not. No. Why is that? Because it happens It happens so way too much, <laughs> especially for me. Uh, do you remember what I'm talking about where you pushed the guy, though? Because I do want to know. Was I, the... was I, like, on the ground? No. You, like, your shoulder pad was coming out, and you, like, yeah, you were, like, pushing the guy, and then he, like, threw hands or whatever. I mean, they were a little chippy yesterday, at least on oh, the, their defense was. Yeah. So, I, I was surprised. I'm I mean, sure, I'm sure there was, there were times where there was probably a couple extra shoves, but that's like football too. You yeah. Know? Like, there were no personal fouls yesterday. There was one. I think. shockingly. No, there there wasn't any. Okay, maybe I wasn't paying attention. Wait Ruff, a second. There was roughing they, the passer. They, oh, no, no. no, no, no. They got one be, on uh, PAT. Oh yeah. Something happened yeah. on PAT. I do remember that. That's, that's good, Reagan. No, Thanks, I. Uh, wow. I. Uh, <laughs> where was I? No, I. I was actually. I mean. I was actually happy with how our guys handled it yesterday. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Not, but let's talk a little bit about the game, Kyle, for you. Um, obviously, 0-2 heading into the game. How important was yesterday's win? Oh, it was, it was, um, it was exactly what we needed. You know, obviously we, we had to start off the season with a lot of cancellations, uncertainties, and, and two of the top teams in the, in the GMAC currently. And uh, that's, a, that's a tough pill to swallow for any program, any program. But, I mean, the way our guys battled, you know, bad things always happen in football games to both teams, right? And the way I'm so proud of our defense and the way those guys stepped up, especially, you know, coming off an offensive turnover, defense comes back out, we got the ball back. Or a big-time sack by our, our outstanding defensive lineman, you know. And I think that all starts with, uh, with, with the leadership we have on the defense, you know. Each guy is kind of growing into their own role, Um and those guys just have, there's also those guys with a lot of experience that just pick pick the younger ones up, you know. It's uh it's pretty crazy. Also, as regards to the spring season too, something that's quite unique is how many young guys uh get to play this year. Oh, absolutely. Because there's no you don't there's no eligibility ruling of this yeah, year, so yeah. you still keep all four years. So even if you're technically going to be a red shirt, mm. uh you don't need to take your red shirt, you're mm-hmm. you still playing these games. Uh what do what do you think that benefits to these freshmen going forward in their Charger careers? I think it's just going to create a lot of depth for us. I mean, those guys now have the ability to stick around here for, what, six years now? If wow, they wanted yeah. to. Six years want, of they, college if football. If they wanted to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, even the older guys, it gives the older guys a lot of opportunities as well, you know. Yeah, I think I think uh, it, it is important to at least just get that game day experience in. And, obviously, yesterday was just another step of that. Um, for you, obviously, uh, you've had a couple years here. You're, you're in that starting position. Who have been a couple of those guys that have really gotten you to this point in your career? Oh, I mean, it all started from day one walking in. You know, we had, uh, I believe it was Jay, Jay, Jay Rose. Jay Rose and Nate Jones uh, and Dan Shanley. Those guys in the linebacker room, they, you know, they kind of took me under their wing and they really helped me understand the scheme. Um, that was one of my biggest things coming in was like, you know, how am I understand this? This is, this is, this isn't foreign easy. Language. This is foreign language. Yeah. This is not easy. And fortunately I had those guys to watch, watch their tape, watch them play. And then, um, in 2019, I was fortunate enough to play with Nate and Dan. And that was super cool to me because those were the guys who I really looked up to coming in. And now I get to take meaningful reps with those guys. Um, but also, uh, uh, Alex Anschutz, number three for sure, shoots. Um, huge shout out to him for uh, everything he's done for me. 
Absolutely. Coach Blanchard is your position coach. How has Coach Blanchard helped you grow as a player? Oh, his his football IQ is is through the roof. Uh, he'll think of things that you're just like I would never have even imagined that scenario happening. But he's got a game plan for everything, and the amount of knowledge he knows about the game of football is. I could listen to him talk for hours just about football because it's so deep and it's so it's just so interesting to like really you know and that's why I mean that's why he's been a defensive coordinator here for 20 20 some years now he's just he's just so football smart you talked a little bit about the leadership um who's taking you under your wing next weekend is senior night um you're losing is it really yes against Gannon um I think it's our last home game man I guess that's what happens with three cancellations <laughs> you're you're losing seniors um mikey jack murphy cole johnson martin who's um a senior captain yeah i need you to tell me you know how are you how have the how are you how's the program going to be affected missing these seniors um and how are you guys going to adjust without the next year well i mean contrary to popular belief i can't wait to see marty go <laughs> i i can't no agree i'm kidding more. i'm kidding um back to marty's point though the ability for a lot of those freshmen to step up and get meaningful reps this spring is going to translate beautifully into the fall because we're having some freshmen who have been thrust into positions because of injury that normally would have been not traveling with us at all and just being redshirted, trying to learn the system. But now they have, they're already being used to the game speed, which is so fast. Like It just it blows your mind. Uh, because you have to make those split-second decisions. But now they have the experience to make those decisions and then step up in the fall. So it's going to be huge confidence, depth building. Um, yeah, but it's also going to be really uh, sad because I would also say that this is like the first senior class that my grade was really close to, mm-hmm. you know, that a lot when those, a lot of those, those guys leave and go get jobs and start families, you'll be like, wow, like, this is uh, this is flying. I could not agree more. We were talking <laughs> about it today, and and it's you're losing those seniors. I think I talk about graduation maybe more than the seniors on my team. Um, just uh, missing them. They're some of your best friends. I'm not sure what I'm going to do without Martin next year. That's gonna gotta oh keep boy. the show rolling. <laughs> gotta keep the show rolling. Yeah. Um, you talked about injuries, Kyle. Um, how is the team? You know, they there's been some injuries. I think three ACL tears. Yes. How has that been affecting the team this year? I mean, we've definitely been a very injured team this spring, especially um, just a lot more guys than I've ever seen before. I mean, aside from the, the the normal, you know, bumps, bruises, things like that, that you just get on a Saturday because that's just part of the game. It's a violent game, right? But um, having those three, uh, those the, a lot of those injuries, just it's a gut check. I mean, you're you're out on the field, and you know he might not be the guy, or even COVID protocol. We've lost a lot of guys to COVID. And uh, or contact tracing things like that over the last you know the fall and the spring and I mean it's an it's an absolute it, who it defines who you are as as a football player are, are you just gonna oh we lost you know so and so we lost our starting whatever or are you gonna grab the guy next to you and say hey you're also one of my guys let's roll you know and then that also builds you know an opportunity to to become a leader as well by taking those guys in under you and then kind of thrusting into the position that they have to be in because, unfortunately, injuries do happen like that. But, yeah, it sucks. Talking to Kyle Kudla here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. 
And uh, Kyle, let's get to a little bit of your extracurriculars. Uh, I know you're a big fisher, big yeah. outdoorsy kind of guy. Uh, yeah. What what exactly do you love about the great great outdoors? What's not to love, Martin? I guess that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> little lake, little lake sunset. You know, fishing. You're a big fishing guy. Oh, uh, absolutely. Why fishing? Honestly, I couldn't <laughs> even tell you. Me and my buddies, we were into it from such a young age, and then that hobby kind of started just turning into a passion. You go out more and more, and then, um, and then you get a lot of different types of experiences fishing. And but I'm also someone I will talk to someone for hours on end. Like I, you have to tell me to shut up before I stop talking. Well, we only have 22 minutes here. I'm just telling. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, no, I think but, that uh, is is that somewhat relaxing because I know it. Oh, being absolutely. On a football field is so yeah. it's so intense, so go go. There's something calm and soothing about being on the lake with your friends. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's there's that, and then the other part of it is so what I love about fishing is you know. You know the adrenaline rush you get when you're playing football. It's it's really weird, but I kind of get that same rush when you feel a bite and then you set the hook. Let's go. And when you, when you set a hook on a fish, you get that adrenaline going until you get that thing in, and then it's like, oh, oh, baby. Biggest fish you've ever caught? Oh, the biggest fish I ever caught, it was last spring. It was a 28-inch steelhead trout that I pulled out of uh, a Lake Erie tributary, kind of by Cleveland area. And uh, it was also pregnant, too, because they, they were starting to spawn. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was a big fish. There was a lot of meat on that Massive, thing. Massive, huh? Yeah, just the only downside <laughs> was not as big as Keller's walleye he just got. I did, I did see that picture. That thing was huge. Oh, it tasted great. But I guess, so I guess the, uh, the Lake Erie thing for a lot of – Ohio people, that's just the move, right? Go to Lake Erie, go fishing. Hey, it's the walleye capital of the world, baby. It's the walleye capital of the world. And walleye's the best eating fish. Don't let anyone tell you different. Or crappie. Do you ice fish? Have you ever gone ice fishing? So fortunately, um, one of my house housemates, George Pettigrew, he's a, he's a free safety. He uh, he is very big into you know the hunting and fishing aspects. And he actually is the one who's kind of introduced me into, into hunting and um, getting me started with that, but he also introduced me to to ice fishing this year, and that was that was really fun. I just hate being cold. That's my thing. But ice fishing it's it's a whole other animal because you just got to keep drilling holes in the ice until you spot a fish. Uh, one more thing before we we let you go. Um, yeah, go for it. So Reagan is a Steelers fan. You oh said gosh. that you are a Browns fan. Who wins the AFC North? We'll start with with Kyle. The Cleveland Browns, baby. And, and why? Oh, Look what happened nice. last year. Pittsburgh tried to throw a game so that they could rest Big Ben. And then Big Ben comes out in the playoffs and plays worse than... I don't even know who was your quarterback that game. Uh, Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Okay. Come on now. Him and Miles Garrett, best friends. Okay, Reagan, you now have a chance to rebuttal. Well, I'm guessing my answer is probably going to be the Steelers. Um, <laughs> for the sole reason... Big Ben's back. We got TJ Watt, Juju Smith-Schuster. I love those guys. I mean, I'm a diehard Steelers fan. It's like a holiday every Sunday in my house. So it, there's no reason for me not to pick the Steelers. I, I'm always going to think they're the best. I'm you you haven't had to deal with the pain every Sunday. The loss. Every I, Sunday. I actually have. Yeah, I know you have. Yes. 
but you have not had to deal with that kind of a pain. Uh, I'm going to say the Bengals are going to win the division next year. Joe Burrow you think so? back. Irrelevant I mean, opinion. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of joking. But I do think that they'll be a lot better than people think. I think the receivers are really good. Uh, they have to be smart, smart in the draft. Uh, what do they have? The fourth overall pick. I believe so. so, and they don't need a quarterback. So they could, they could trade back and really work some things in the draft. But I think the AFC North, uh, pretty dangerous. It's hard. Pretty dangerous. There's division. the Ravens. They're, they're too. quickly becoming the, the best division in football. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Ra- not to mention former MVP Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, Kyle Kudla. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming on Charger Rundown, and we'll talk to you soon, all right? I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.